Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, John Schwab here, and welcome to the Curtain Call podcast. Curtain Call is the podcast that takes you deep behind the scenes of the theater world, bringing you in-depth conversations with the story makers that are shaping the future of theater. We pull back the curtain to reveal the stories behind the stories and give you a glimpse into the backstage world like no other podcast can. This week, I'm chatting with writer, actor, and all-round theater maker Ben Willows. Earlier in the year, I was honored to be asked to judge the 2022 Durham Drama Festival at Durham University in the UK. Incredible three days, talks, uh, workshops, networking events, but most importantly, new theater written, directed, and performed by the incredible talent pool of students at Durham Uni. In our last episode, we chatted to the makers of Beautiful Nothing, and another of Durham Drama Festival's standout successes was Cottage, which took home a number of awards, including Best Play. Cottage is a gripping comic drama that has so many themes bubbling underneath the facade of two men meeting up in a public toilet. It goes way beyond that, way beyond a queer story, and it commands the audience's attention and asks questions of the viewer's thoughts and the human relationships and their deeply complicated makeup, no matter what sexual preference one might have. Cottage's playwright Ben Willows sat down with me in separate rooms, of course, because he's already in Edinburgh performing in a show, to talk about where the idea came for Cottage and its journey so far. Have a listen. Ben, it's really good to see you, man. Um, really good to see you too. It's been a while. Um, so uh, this is kind of a, uh, the second. I've got three interviews I've done, um, you know, of people that were involved with the Durham Drama Festival who are, you know, and also going up to the French. So it's, it's great to have you on on here and um, just chatted with uh, Bav and M on there oh, for their, um, you know, beautiful nothing, which is great. Um, you know, and I thought I've got to get Ben on here as well because um, I just love those two plays. You know, I, I honestly, um, you know, uh, I didn't think when I was going to a drama festival, you know, and, and, and watching students, I forget how accomplished we are. And when we're that young, you know, I, I'm now I'm approaching 50. So when I see 20 year olds, I go, oh, they're so young. That's like, and I know it's not the case. And I was blown away, away by the, the plays at Durham Drama mm -hmm. Festival. You closed out the festival with Cottage. 
I did. Yeah. It it got insane reviews um, <laughs> because it was insanely good and it won all kinds of awards. So, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so Ben Willows, I'm talking with Ben Willows, a writer of Carnage, and uh, he's currently up at the French, uh, you know, in another play, and we can talk about that in a second. But um, you are taking Cottage, uh, you and the team are taking Cottage uh, to, to perform there later this month. What what I'd like you to do is just give me an origin story of why Cottage and, and what made you um, want to tell the story uh, and, and give us a bit of background about what it is as well. So people yeah. know what we're talking about. Absolutely. So um, I I went and studied English at uh, Durham. But in my first year, I didn't like a lot of the modules that were on offer for English. So I wanted to do something a bit different. And in a fit of, I think it was probably madness, I ended up choosing a criminology module, which I didn't really engage with that much. It wasn't very well taught, in my opinion. But there was one book that we did uh, study that really grabbed me. And it was called Tea Room Trade by Lord Humphreys. And it was a criminological and a sociological study into cottaging. Uh, this was um, in America in the 50s, this book, but obviously it's a very British thing as well. Cottage, cottaging is British slang. And I'd known about it before. I'd you know heard rumours of actors and celebrities who'd been caught cottaging, but I hadn't really thought about it that much. And I read this book and it was very engaging, actually, for a sociological text. And I ended up thinking about, oh, well, there's, there's you know, the tension here of two people who've never met who are in this in- intensely, you know, intimate but dangerous setting. And I thought, wow, that's that's a really good play. It, there's, you know, the, the startings of a play there. Yeah. And, yeah, one day I just started writing it and it flowed. It really did flow the the environment and the two characters, the way they have to interact with, you know, initially very terse, quick sentences. It it just spilled out of me. It was a joy to write. Um, and and then yeah, sent it into the Durham Drama Festival. Um, did very well, and I have an amazing team, an incredible cast. Um, but yeah, so the the synopsis of the play is basically two men walk into these toilets looking for sex. Yeah, but the 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 play goes into is it what they actually want? Which, yeah, yeah I, I think you know about any. I think any story that's that is so on top. What you know the the what you've just described is so on the top level of what the play is about. It's much more. I mean, two guys walking into the toilet looking for sex is the context but this play is not about that it's about so much more. Oh, it, is, it is but in a way i don't I'm, I'm sometimes quite bad at pitching shows because i want people to go in blind yeah and if i go and see a show i never read reviews i yeah. barely read a synopsis i want to be surprised and that's the joyous thing about new writing and i would argue especially student writing is you have no clue what's going to happen yeah it might be one of the worst things you've ever seen in your life but even that will still surprise you. Or it might be something that just hits you around the head and you're like, wow, yeah. that's brilliant. Beautiful Nothing for me was that. That was brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of them, I'm forgetting the name of the the play where the, 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 the actor wakes up on stage in an apocalypse and it's, you know, if an actor doesn't have an audience, what is their, um, you know, is, is, is he still an actor? That kind of uh, existential and metaphysical questions that we, we put out there. But I mean, I, I just thought, you know, every, every one of the pieces I, I saw had merit and I love the fact that there was no 
um, no walls keeping boundaries of the playwrights' imaginations and and the, and the productions and what you did for the the amount you had. Um, and did did that give you the did the Durham Drama Festival give you the scope to kind of develop it? Has it has it changed much in those since those first days that when it kind of poured out of you the script or um, has has it kind of have you locked have you do you think you've locked in a really tight because it is a great tight piece it's it's under an hour isn't it it's like a lovely yeah. one act uh, you know where it, but a proper proper story but did it develop much I edited it and I tinkered it after finishing it because I finished it before the applications opened for the festival. Um, but then for the festival, it was locked in. That was it. That was the thing. Since then, going on from feedback from uh, you guys on the panel, from reviews, and also to make it a bit longer. So it's now 50 minutes, like solid 50 yeah. minutes. I have added more in and I've especially fleshed out. Um, oh, again, I don't want to go too far in. But it's I know. I know what you, I, listen, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm kind of ha- happy you didn't because... Um, you know, you do want to get, you do want to see this, you know, there are, there are twists and turns and, and it's, it's, it is a thrilling play. And you, if you say too much, um, about characters, then you, 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 the unexpected, well, the, yeah, it becomes expected and you don't want it to be. So I, I get what you're saying. So there, there, you fleshed out characters, you've, you've yes. looked at everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, um and, and so did you always, um, I'm just going through the, the technical stuff here because no, no, no. I'd love to tell, talk to you about the, the fringe experience, but did you always, um, envisage this going to fringe? I, I know that when we met in February and this is a long, I just think it was already February. It felt like last week, Ben, yeah. and, you know, isn't that crazy? Um, <laughs> Would you know? Did, did you always have an eye on the fringe? Because we we loved it. We loved the play. The panel loved the play. The audience loved the play. Mm-hmm. And I was just hoping. I, I'd love to see it in London. I really would love to see it in London. Oh, it's a perfect. So you know, it is a, it's a perfect play for a, a small venue for for people to come in and almost. You know, if you keep it at, at fifty minutes, um, you know, it's a lunchtime play. If it, you know, or, or part of what one act festivals down here. But yeah. I mean, I, I could I could watch the, those characters for a, a, a good another half an hour and not feel bloated because I was fascinated with the cares. I wanted to, I wanted more, but was the French the next logical step, Ben? That's my, my kind of question. Um, in, in retrospect, it was. At the time, I, I don't know, I, I hadn't really dreamt about it because Fringe, I have dreamt about coming to Fringe for, <laughs> I would say, about a decade now. And it's your and first one, isn't it? It's my first one, yeah. Oh my God, so yeah. my school, like a few years above me, there was like this group of A-level students who were just amazing at drama, and they went up to Fringe. And so in my head, I was like, well, that'll be me in a few years. No luck. I didn't get to do it. <laughs> and, and then I came to uni. I was like, well, this is it. University. This, you know, I'll get into a student-written play or go to Fringe. COVID. Yeah. So uh, this has really been my first opportunity. And so when I was writing Cottage, I, I think I didn't really dare to dream. I was like, okay, well, this, this is Durham now. And I think like there's, there's the risk of just sometimes thinking only in your box. Yes, I and, get it. Yeah, and I think if I hadn't had the support from obviously the judges and the viewers, but especially my team, then... I don't know. It would have been a tough push to do. So yeah, but um, with the team behind me, I'm so so glad it's come to fringe. And yes, yeah, I, I would love to take it further. I think maybe, I need to see it again. I need to see how the guys have settled into it yes. to see if I can 
even expand it more because I, I don't want to make it bloated. That's the thing because yeah, it uh, works being short and snappy. But um, yeah, if I can add more, I would love to because yeah, they I, are- yeah, it's it's a great play, and I think that um, you know in in the more liberal of of states in America and and you know th- uh, theaters around, it's a great play to do. Students, this is a great piece of theater for. Mm. Uh, that for anyone to take on because it is a, li- a, a, a limited cast. It is, you know, it's not, you don't have to have a massive set. What it is is in the writing, but the performances are, were incredible in this. And I know they are. The thing is, I, I was astonished that Ben, you wrote a freaking amazing play that you're not in. Cause you're also yeah. a fucking good actor. Like, yeah. so let's, yeah. Well, I mean, I was in, I was in cottage for a night because um, Ben Lewis had COVID the opening oh night. My- Durham Drama Festival. So I, oh, so I learned right. his lines in a week, and <laughs> went on that night, which was an experience. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, well, it was at at that point in my life that was really the second proper play that I'd written, and I was still I was still sort of developing my acting and my writing separately, and yeah. what and something that I fervently believe in for all up, but I would say especially theatre is that collaboration makes it better. Yeah, I'm uh, 100%. Yeah, and I'm so, I, I take pride in the fact that I'm quite healthy in just giving a director, giving a prod team a script and saying, like, you go with it. Yeah. I'll be here for help. I will come to rehearsals, help out. But, like, this is ours now. This isn't just mine. Yeah. And like the, I always say to the actors, if something isn't working, if it doesn't sound right, if it sounds like paper, then yeah. say. Because, you know, I'm just typing things out. It might yeah. not sound right. Um, But, yeah, but... Then acting in Cottage that one night was an incredible experience. So my last play at Durham was a one-man show that I wrote and was in. And it was, ah, oh, it was amazing. Uh, um, so cool. But there's, there's, a, there's a danger in it, I think. You, you don't want to... Uh, I don't know. I, I want my writing to be beyond me in a way. Yeah. And my acting as well. And yeah. I feel like so, I was so careful doing By Panic, my one-man show, yeah. that it wasn't like, oh, it's the it's the Ben Willow show. Like, no, yeah. it was it was a separate entity, it was a separate character, separate play from me. Yeah. Um, and I I think it helps having that divide of actors doing your writing. Yeah. But um, no, I would I, I I either of those roles in Cottage, I <laughs> I would love to play. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everyone, this is Celicia Thomas from Black Hair in the Big Leagues, part of the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Curtain Call Podcast. Are you kind of confident that um, the play is going to play even better when the when it when it that venue gets a little bit smaller and brings people into into those oh, toilets on Hampstead Heath? Because you know? I I think with the with the assembly rooms, it's a lovely. I I performed in there. So many it. times, yeah, it's, I know, but I know. It, it can be intimidating. It's yeah. like it's pretty big, and the stage itself is really deep. We we yeah. brought it up a bit for cottage, but yeah, it's really deep. Yeah. Um, I think because of how intensely intimate the play is, by virtue of the characters, by virtue of the context, 
I think that it will really help being a smaller space. And the space is where I'm performing right now. It's the same space. Oh, great. Oh, so fantastic. Um, you know it's, it. it's so lovely. I've really liked getting to it. And it's only about 40, 50 people. Yeah. Um, and yet you don't have to worry about projection. And because of that, sometimes just you can just let it flow, let the naturalism flow. You don't have to worry about reaching the people back in row M, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can just focus intensely on your scene partner and people will be hanging on your every word. And I, I love it. And um, I could see that the, the two actors you had were Ben Lewis, Stephen Ledger, yes. and um, and they playing one and two. Yeah. And um, they they there were moments you felt that they wanted to draw it in, but had to give a little bit more. They had to project to be quiet. But and and I think that they Stephen Ledger is has I mean he has a stillness that's really hard to mm. do on stage, and it's great to see him have that. And and Ben is phenomenal because he's like he's going maybe in about 85 different directions at the same time you know in this character who just he doesn't who wants to be there but doesn't want to be there can't be seen but needs to be i mean it's, it's there's so much of that energy they played so so mm. well i mean how lucky you ben to have them back again to do this it is absolutely incredible and and yeah and it was it was sort of a punt really because I knew Stephen a bit when we cast him. I didn't yeah. know Ben Lewis at all. Right. And to have such talented actors who have such an incredible chemistry and dynamic as well. And yeah. they have developed that so much more since the play. They've become very good friends. They've done mm. more plays. And they've done a run of Cottage in the Durham Fringe, which I didn't get to see. But yeah. was really good. And that was in a smaller theatre as well. So it allowed okay. them to do more. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, both of them are brilliant. Um, Stephen, I did History Boys with Stephen. And there's a, so I was playing Hector and he was playing Posner. And there's a scene just before the interval where it's just the two of them. And so still throughout the entire, both of us. And it was, ah, oh, it was one of the most magical moments I've had on stage every night. It was such a beautiful scene. And he was such a generous and listening scene partner. Yeah which is something so difficult. You often find people who, you know, they're looking at you, but their eyes are glazed over and they're thinking yeah. of the next line. Or they're thinking they're waiting to talk. Yeah, they're, they're, they're waiting to talk. And Stephen is not that. He's waiting to respond. Um, yeah. And Ben Lewis, yeah. He has such a, a force behind him, but also such a softness as well. Yeah. And, and that's what's included in that character as well. Because as you said, it's a character of conflict. So many things yeah. going on in his mind, so many different... He's, he's jittery. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Ben just does it so well and so truthfully. Yeah. I'd love to see them in it. I was meant to go to the showcase. Oh, when yes. you guys came down And we had COVID in the family. And I was like, this, oh. you know, it's just so, so, so annoying me because I feel like, I felt like I was part of something special. I know this, it makes it about me, but I felt like personally, I felt like I was part of something special at that drama festival, the Durham Drama Festival, because there was so much great talent on show that I was just like this is took me back to my days when I you know I'm watching Kate Graham in the West End and loads of people that I've worked with you know Fred Perry owns the Chiswick Playhouse you know all these people um this would play brilliantly in the Chiswick Playhouse by the way Fred if you're listening book these guys um but there are so many of our our group have gone out there and done it and I saw the same energy in your group and it gave me chill bumps like walking into the assembly room and going oh this is I remember this 30 years ago. I remember just going, yeah, this is where I belong. Durham, um, Durham is amazing. Like it, 
it wasn't I you know I dreamed of going to drama school straight after school yeah. didn't work out and then I went on a year out and I dreamed to, of going to drama school again yeah. didn't work out but <laughs> I I chose Durham principally because of the acting scene yeah I liked the English course. I liked the the vibes of the city, but yeah, I I went for the theatre, and it's yeah. it's incredible. It is a playground. So many things go on at the same time, and incredible people who boost each other up as well, which yeah. I think is rare in a lot yeah. of student theatre scenes. People are you know bitching about other shows, stuff like that, yeah. but no, in this, it's so amazing. Yes, and that was our public service announcement for the Durham drama scene. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, um, you know. Try to keep this short and sweet. I would, you know, what I would like to ask you uh, two last questions. The first being, you know, as we said before, this show isn't about guys looking for sex. This is so much more than that. When people come in to see this, expectations are not. Um, what would you like people to to kind of get from Cottage? What would you like them to take away as audience members who've experienced this this short, powerful, you know, gut punch of a piece? Hmm. I think I would want them to come away with an appreciation for the connections they have because that's ultimately what these two men are searching for and what they don't have is connections with other people and maybe they get it in the end maybe they don't you'll have to come and see and also decide for yourself whether they yeah. get it but um yeah that's that was the driving impulse the driving thought throughout my head was the connections that humans want to make with each other. So yeah, I want audiences to come away thinking of that. Yeah, that's a great, great answer. And I think um, that's what it, I think that's what it ultimately does. It, it, it asks, it asked me to, to kind of search myself and, and kind of empathize with someone that, that maybe it, that I have no, ex, I have no experience of, you know, cottaging or to talking to anyone about it or, you know, you it, honestly, in the 80s and 90s, it was a joke, right? And it it was it literally was mean, you know. But and then what what I found fascinating was getting underneath the again the story of two guys going to toilet for sex. That is not what's going on. Like you just talked about the connections. So I was I just I was absolutely blown away, and I think we all were. And congratulations on on the success you had at the at the drama festival. You've, there are a lot of awards won that evening, um, <laughs> and. Um, and well done. Lastly, Ben, where, where can people come and see you? Will you be there? Can people come up and talk to you afterwards and anything else? Just let, let me know uh, and everyone listening know how they can get to you and where they can see it and, and, and all those other lovely things. Absolutely. So uh, we are going to be at Greenside. Uh, it's, at, it's in the Olive Studios on Infirmary Street. Uh, it is on from the 22nd to the 27th of August and it's on at 10 past 10. I will be there. Uh, I won't be there on the very last night, but other than that, I will be there. I will be up for a drink. I'll be up for a chat. Um, also, if you're up at the Fringe now, can I do a quick shout out to the show I'm in? Yes, of course you can, man. This, this, Thank this, you. It's going to go out later this week. So, you, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, perfect. Well, we are we are here until the 13th um, and we're on at um, 310. It's called Death of a Disco Dancer and it's in that same space on Infirmary Street. Um, and uh, it's got similar themes to Cisco Dan uh, to Cottage. Sorry, it's yeah. uh, it's queer. It's about people longing for connection, but um, it's it's also got a lot of disco, and it's like a bad hallucinatory trip. But but a hallucinatory trip doesn't that, it doesn't have to be bad. Bad for the characters. Oh, it doesn't Maybe have to be bad. bad. I think this one probably <laughs> edges towards bad. <laughs> ben, listen, congratulations, and I'm glad it's up on the fringe. I really do want to see 
Uh, I want to see Cottage down in London. I think it's a very important piece. I think you the historic themes that are explored and um, and you know it doesn't matter who is in a play, what characters in a play. It's the writing that really is. If somebody can connect with writing, if you can get people to examine themselves and empathize with characters and their situations, then it's a winner. And I think you really have a winner, man. You really do, Ben. I'm super. Super, super excited about the journey that it's going to take. Thank you so much. And I, they'll be they'll be performing Cottage in twenty years, you know, oh, from now. They will be. I a hundred percent put it out there. We'll go back and listen when I'm seventy years old. We'll go back. <laughs> remember, remember when I said that? Remember. Well, I mean, if it if it is, then you'll be one of the very first people to have supported it. Uh, both, uh, both on the panel with with your feedback, it was which was lovely, and you gave a very good note actually, a, a medical <laughs> note. Which uh, uh, has made its way into the script, and uh, and yeah, and thank you for this podcast and reaching out, and yeah, yeah, it's just great stuff, man. Great. Listen, I would love to be up there and watch. Unfortunately, I said to Bab, I am. I would have gone this year. A hundred percent would have gone this year. We are off on a family holiday, and um, Where and you know, going back home to Florida and, oh, and, New, and New Orleans, a bit of, a bit of music, you know, and stuff like that. So. <sighs> But my, the boys are going to see their their grandparents for the first time in three and a half years, and uh, it was the only opportunity we had. So, um, well, that, that almost you know, makes up for missing cottage. Though. I know. I'll, I'll, I might be able to forget. That's what Bab said. We might might be able to do it. But um, listen, <laughs> do go and see Bab, and I'm sure Bab's going to be up there seeing you. And and all yeah. the best with it, Ben. Thank you so much, John. Appreciate it. Ben Willow's there, writer of Cottage, which is playing at this year's Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I'll tell you how to get tickets in just a second. But first, I'd like to thank you for listening. And just a quick reminder to say that if you like this show, or or indeed any of our episodes of Curtain Call Podcast, please go to whichever streaming platform you use and leave a rating and review. It helps others to find this, uh, others like you that may like these kind of podcasts. And, And make sure to follow the podcast as well. It really does help. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on all the socials at Curtain Call. It's all one word. You can find me personally at John Schwab, J-O-H-N-S-E-H-W-A-B. Lastly, I'd like to extend a huge thank you to Ben Willows. All the best, Ben, for your run of Cottage. You can catch him uh, just for the rest of the week in Death of a Disco Dancer at Greenside until the 13th of August. You can also catch Cottage at the same venue from the 22nd to the 27th of August. Get your tickets at edfringe.com. Thank you for listening. Speak soon and stay safe. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.